What is up there, my fellow Colts fans? Or I assume that most of you are Colts fans. You're listening to Justin's Peace of Mind Colts cast, an extension of the Peace of Mind podcast. So there's one of two scenarios right now, you listening on the other end. Here's the first one. You've already listened to a show that I'm on with my one of my greatest friends in life, Asif. And you're over here just to see what I'm doing. Or two, you're a Colts fan. Well, I'm going to tell you of you two different people that are listening. Today is for the Colts fans. In fact, if you're not a Colts fan, you clicked this and didn't know it was going to be about the Colts. Uh, that's, that's very, very interesting. So, if it's your first time here, thank you, thank you very much. My name is Justin Alfaro, former professional recreational quarterback and fourth most influential quarterback in the history of the Indianapolis Colts. That's bonus points to you if you know the three that are more influential than me. And today, I just want to talk about my team, right? That's what we're here to do. If you've listened to the other show, we started this thing as we've begun our journey now. We've gone through, basically, after this week, an entire regular season of doing a full-time podcast about uh, football where we update it every week. We had spoken about our teams on the show, me being a Colts fan, Asif being an Eagles fan. And, and what we've found over time is that we want to talk about so much more. Like We want to talk about the NFL in its entirety. And we figured that putting this team talk into that episode was, one, taking away from what we wanted to do with those episodes, and and two, giving us less content overall. And what we want to do ultimately is provide you guys with a bunch of content to listen to. So I sit here after a loss to the Raiders that I can analyze. I can go through the plays, right? But we all watched it, didn't we? We watched the Colts lose that game to the Raiders. All we had to do was win, guys and girls. All we had to do was win. Now, ultimately, that's still the situation we're in, except this time we're going to Jacksonville, which shouldn't be an issue, right? Oh, no, right? You heard. We all heard. There's that stat going around. Did you know that we hadn't won in Jacksonville since 2014? To be honest with you, when I heard that, I thought it was pretty funny because, um, you know, any, any of my friends, obviously all my friends know I'm Colts fan, you know, if you have a, a 100% of a personality, 80% of my personality is being a Colts fan. So anyone in my life who doesn't like football, I basically can't even relate to, right? That's why I'm here speaking to you. The Jaguars are always a team that when the Colts verse them, despite the fact that, historically speaking, at least as long as I've been watching football, it's kind of like supposed to be a win. Yet for some reason, I'm always worried about it. And this time particularly so. So obviously we know if we win, we make the playoffs, and we could have that playoff discussion when the time comes. What I wanted to do today was maybe provide a little bit of a a different view on it. I don't want to analyze the week, and I don't want to analyze the upcoming week. Instead, what I want to do is explore a hypothetical situation just to put into perspective where I really think we are as a team and, and as a franchise at this point. If we were to lose this week to the Jacksonville Jaguars and somehow mathematically miss the playoffs based off of whatever else plays out. I don't know what it is. I have a full-time job and already recorded another podcast. But I know that technically, if we lose this week, there's a chance we miss. What would we do? What would we do? Well, of course context matters, right? So, of course, how we lose matters. I ask you a question. You on the other end, Colts fan. You watch the team every week. You love them, right? If you were to envision us losing this game... How do you picture it happening? 
I really want you to think about it. I want you to think about some of the plays that may lead to it. And I want you to really think, when you come out of that game, why did we lose? I know, without even hearing your answer, exactly why you think we lost that game. And that ultimately is QB1. Now, ain't that the situation that we're in, Colts fans? Ain't that what it's all about? At the end of the day, this season is just a big tryout for Carson Wentz, isn't it? Well, let me ask you. After the situation we were in, after having a 98% chance of going to the playoffs, if we lose this game and somehow slip out of the playoffs and Carson Wentz does not get a chance to redeem himself in the playoffs, we have quite a lot to talk about this offseason then, wouldn't we, right? Or would we not? Would we think that it's realistically more just we need weapons, we need weapon, we need maybe one more person? What do you think we need? And unfortunately, when I ask myself that question, it really ain't much. And I don't do this to, to be down on Carson Wentz, but ultimately when a team underachieves, you look at the situation and, and where do we usually turn, right? It hurts me to say, guys. We either turn to the head coach or we turn Car to Carson Wentz, your quarterback, in this situation. Is Frank or is Frank not a coach of the year candidate? I know there's a lot of you online. I don't get it. Act as if most teams wouldn't walk a mile in Frank Reich's shit just on the off chance that he would leave the Colts and come be a head coach of their franchise, right? People don't realize the highly coveted prize, the mind, the legend that we have at head coach. Now, don't get me wrong. I love me some Carson Wentz. I root for Carson Wentz. When Carson Wentz makes big plays, those big plays are as good as anyone in the league. I, I, I mean, it's so fun to watch Carson when he's at his best. But is he going to be at his best? And ultimately, that's what we're going to have to answer this week. I'll tell you who we know is going to be at his best this week is this year's MVP, no matter who they give it to, Jonathan Taylor. And in fact, while we're talking about Jonathan Taylor, I was just having a discussion with um with a friend earlier and, and you tell me what you think about this not not on the other podcast discussion with a different friend about football i told you i don't really talk to people that don't talk about football because well what is there to talk about if if not football if anyone but jonathan taylor wins this mvp am i the only one that thinks they might as well just make it the best quarterback award like is there like a real argument right so I've, let's get into the nuance of it right when you talk about an MVP, what does that stand for? That stands for the most valuable player, and then in the fine print, to the team's success. Jonathan Taylor, without him, the Colts would be would be nowhere, right? And that's not a knock on the team. It's not a knock on the coach. I'd be shocked if we were even within a game or two of 500 without him. And that would have us eliminated from the playoffs, right? Why is it that there's such a resistance to give running backs this award? I mean, you already have a best quarterback award. You already have a pro football hall of fame. You already have all the state farm commercials. I mean, why do you also need an MVP? Don't you think there's something to just, I don't know, not saying just give the MVP to guys to give it to guys, but don't you think there's just something to, I don't know, using that award to acknowledge the entire game instead of just one position? Using that award to raise guys up, to bring guys to the forefront, to create new stars for the league. Don't you think that's better for the league? We all know Rodgers. 
We all know Brady and an MVP doesn't change it. Those are first ballot Hall of Famers, and most people wouldn't argue. Uh, Brady, obviously, is the best quarterback ever. And most people who are sane would probably not ar- Aaron, argue Aaron Rodgers outside of the top five either. Do they really need the MVP? No. But you have a running back who's going to have maybe four or five years of his prime. If it's up to me, Jonathan Taylor will do what he does till he's 43. But it doesn't work that way. We have X amount of years of this prime and a running back having a special season. Everyone's talking about him. And in four years, it might not be the case. Without this MVP, what happens to this moment in history? And I think that's important. When you look at this stuff, you're trying to preserve the history, right? You're trying to preserve the history of the game. That's part of the reason that I wasn't crazy about the move to 17 games. Because if you play 17 games, all these stats that measured greatness prior, now all of a sudden it changes. Now, of course, I know that once upon a time there was 12 games, but I wasn't even a, 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 I don't even know. I wasn't even a, a, a nut in my dad's dick when that happened. You know what I'm saying? My dad, in fact, I'm not even sure if my dad was like, you know, had gone through puberty yet when when, uh, when there was 12 games in the NFL. So we've had a long-standing relationship with this 16-game season. Point being is that 17-game season kills the history, and I suppose somehow I'm supposed to tie this back to Jonathan Taylor, but now I'm on a little bit of a ramble, right? Point being is that this guy has to have the MVP, and quite frankly, I'm all for in the future really trying to even this out. I don't know about you, it should not just be a quarterback award. Unless, of course, Peyton Manning's your quarterback. There should be something else going on. And I don't know if that's just me. I don't know if you on the other end is like, no, well, you said it's the most valuable person to team success, and that's always the quarterback, yada, yada, yada. And I get that, and I grapple with it. But I, I just feel that there's something to be said about having such a dominant season at a position that's not quarterback that people are talking about you like you are one, and ultimately, you're not going to have many opportunities to win it again. For example, look at basketball, right? They just started giving MVPs to people that weren't LeBron James eventually because we all knew that LeBron was the best, but at the end of the day, I mean, damn, you got to spread the love. What's the MVP doing? It's not cementing legacy anymore, right? You're just giving them the MVP. It's like a lazy move. It's a lazy move, and I think Jonathan Taylor getting the MVP would ultimately be a good decision for the league going forward. I think he'll have been the... I mean, even Derrick Henry last year... Didn't get it over Rodgers. Now, of course, Rodgers is spectacular. And I don't want to take it away from him. But we all know without the MVP, right? I want it to be the case. And listen, whoever gets it, by the way, this will forever, to me, be the year that Jonathan Taylor won the MVP. I'm going to denounce whoever the MVP is. And I'm ultimately not going to acknowledge it historically. You speak to me in 2045 and you ask about this season. I'm going to say, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The year that Jonathan Taylor won MVP, that's what it's going to be. And I mean, if I'm being honest, I I didn't really have much more than that planned for this episode. I kind of wanted to just talk about and bring up what we have to prepare for, conversation we're going to have to prepare to have as Colts fans, once again, is potentially, um, you know, what's this quarterback situation looking like? It's still a good trade on the Colts end. It was still a good trade. I'll take the first round pick for the production he's given. In fact, the contract given today's NFL standards is, is kind of a bargain. But this is an organization that had Peyton Manning. This is an organization that had Andrew Luck, God rest his soul. Not that he's dead, but you you, you get my point. This is a team that has always elicited greatness out of this position. And maybe that's unfair to Carson, but it's going to be a a discussion that has to be had. I don't really think there's anyone in the offseason that's going to be around that's going to be uh, a a better option. But, you know, I, I just, you know, I'm rooting for him. Just makes me nervous, guys. He just makes me nervous, and uh, that's how I feel about that. So 
this episode's pretty much over, but stick around for just a second. Stick around for just a second, because really what I want to do at the end of this episode is I kind of just want to ask, like, you're the Colts fans here, right? Um, one, uh, just a, a couple answers to the question, and if you hear this, please get back to me on it. Uh, hopefully I've kept you around this long. It's not a 45-minute episode, so there's a better chance that you're here. What do you want to hear, right? When you listen to other Colts podcasts or other Colts, like, what do you feel is like the conversation that's going on? And what's some of the stuff that maybe you want to get in terms of Colts content that you don't feel like you're getting somewhere else? I kind of really want to like build something around you know the Colts fans that are listening. So now that we've gone through a Colts cast, and I promise in the future they'll be more expansive and things of that nature. But again, I'm coming back to you for feedback. There's a few ways that you can help us out here at the Peace of Mind Podcast at Justin's Peace of Mind Colts Cast. That's what it's called, right? That is what it's called. Still new to this, guys. One, you can leave a review on whatever platform it is that you're listening to. If you're super cool, you're listening on Apple Podcasts. No, I don't have a paid sponsorship with them at all. And if you're still pretty cool, but slightly less cool, then you're listening on Spotify. And uh, there's some other places to listen, but I don't know anyone that listens on any of them. So regardless, no matter where you're listening, you could leave a review. Five stars, four stars, three stars. Please don't go under three. And let me know what you think. Who's your favorite team? Are you a Colts fan? Are you not a Colts fan? Uh, do you think I'm funny, charming? You know, it's 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 all welcome. Another thing you can do is share the show with one friend. You know, there's something to be said about being on a bandwagon before it's like the cool thing to do. Like, how do you think the Patriots fans from before Tom Brady feel, right? Those new fans probably piss them off just a little bit, right? That's because the original guys are special. So if you're here with me right now, you're here before it's cool, and you could totally be the guy that kind of knew about something before it's cool. So share it. With your Colts friends, do you have a group of Colts fans? Are, are you from Indianapolis? I'm from New York. And if you have a group of Colts fans, friends, well, man, I'm so jealous of you. Uh, share it with one of them and uh, let me be a part of the team, you know? And of course, you can follow us on Instagram at the Peace of Mind po- Podcast, the Peace of Mind Podcast with a K instead of a C in the word podcast. And just like that, guys. That's the first episode of the Colts cast. Thank you so much for being here. I will see you next week. Ba-ching.